is Jared, the GM on ESPN 1025 The Game. It's a Fireball Hot Take Friday. GM, how are you? I am outstanding. Good. Yeah. Why? Always. Sun's up, warming up a little bit. I'm going to tell you what, now this morning it was a little brisk. On your run? Yes, a little brisk. Okay. But, uh, but it's very nice now. So we got three things to talk about today, in my opinion. Number one, Titans and Chiefs. And Andy Reid just got up at the podium and basically said Patrick Mahomes is playing Sunday against the Titans. So that's the first thing. Titans, Chiefs. Number two. Can you guess number two? Uh, no. You can't guess number two. But Titans, Chiefs is, Titans, Chiefs is number one. Um, LSU, Alabama. Alabama, LSU. Yes, number two. And then briefly, three. Do you know what three is? Uh, Tennessee. No. Oh, Preds. What, whatever in the world happened in that second period Ooh. last night in Denver, I don't oh my, know. I'll tell you what. I don't know. I know this. I fell asleep at the end of the first period. Like they, I remember getting mad, and I sent out a tweet, which I thought was a pretty good tweet, where I said, uh, is Taylor Lewan playing for the Predators tonight? Because this is getting penalties left and right. And I went to sleep, and it was 2-1. I woke up, and it was 8-3. to And I was like, whoa, now. Like, something bad happened there. And it was all of a sudden, because I was flipping back and forth, and I'd flip, and like he says, two to one, I think, going into the second. And go back so to football? I'm wa- yeah, so I'm watching it go back to football, and I come back, and it's like, you know, three to two, or whatever, what, come back again, and it's like seven to three, or so. I go, what happened there? So that is all, it, that is, yes, I mean, I, I woke up, and I saw it was eight to three. I this morning I went back and watched the second period. I think Peter Laviolette was sleeping like I was because it took him so long to take his time out last night. He must have been asleep, just like me. But that's neither here nor there. Titans and Chiefs. Andy Reid says Patrick Mahomes, unless something changes, will play on Sunday against the Titans. Now we knew Mahomes was going to play for the most part, but now we know know that Mahomes is going to play. So my question for you is this, Floyd Reese. What are the expectations going into the game, both for the offense and for the defense, if they're going to be able to beat Kansas City? How many points does the offense have to get knowing that you're going up against the Chiefs? And how many points realistically can we say, hey, the defense get Because the Titans defense that wasn't giving up 20 points a game, you're giving up 20 on Sunday against Kansas City. Just be ready. Like, you will give up 20 points to Kansas City. So what's fair to expect out of both the Titans' offense and the Titans' defense against Kansas City? Well, I mean, I don't know what's fair. I mean, I I think the, you know, for you to have a chance, you're going to have to hold them to, you know, 27-24, something like that. Um, And then you're going to have to, you know, find, I mean, I, I can't remember the last time we scored 30 points. So, I mean, but the truth is, I mean, against a team of this caliber, you're probably going to have to find a way to score, you know, 28, 30 points. And uh, and that's going to be a challenge for us. I mean, we're going to have to go in there. And, I mean, the bottom line is when you're playing a team that is that you know is a legitimate team, that is a good team, that has firepower, you have to go in there and play be- maybe better than you are. You have to go in and play you know, uh, mistake-free foot. Just the opposite of what we did last week. Complete opposite of that, and you'll have a chance. Because <laughs> last week was a debacle. So you go the opposite of that, no penalties, no turnovers, 
you know, score some points and you'll have a chance. So I have two theories on this. Number one, I think the defense has got to find a way, and I don't know how, they have to find a way to make Kansas City kick field goals. Kick a lot of field goals in this game. And I know Kansas City is not a field goal kicking team, but the defense has got, I'm okay with Hill and Kelsey and Watkins and Hardeman and Williams. I'm okay with Mahomes moving them right up to the eight-yard line the entire game if you keep them out of the end zone a lot of the time. Now, I think that they're going to score at least two touchdowns. (laughs) So that's 14 plus four field goals. So that's 14 plus 12. So the defense expectation for me is, I don't know, 26. Is that fair? Do you think the Titans' defense no, could hold that, Kansas City to 26 out, points? Out of, what you, what'd you say, six scoring opportunities? Yes. No. I mean, if they Kansas City will score more touchdowns than that? Oh, yeah. I mean, they don't get in the red zone. They're not a red zone team because they're scoring from the 40. you got to keep them from scoring so, from the 40. That's well, my whole point. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm You're, okay with what, like what happened in the playoff game two years ago at the beginning of the game. The Chiefs didn't run for – now, again, Alex Smith was quarterbacking and not Mahomes – but they didn't just – they went right down the field and scored touchdowns, but they didn't throw 80-yard passes for them like Mahomes does. They were just methodically gain a 20, gain a 17, gain a 31, gain of 8, gain a 40 touchdown. Like, that's what they were doing. And that, I'm okay with them moving it down the field. And then the Dean Pease defense holding in the red zone, which they have not been as good at this year as they were last year. But them just holding in the red zone – and I feel like that's kind of my hope there. I mean, I don't see the Titans forcing a lot of punts on Sunday. Yeah, I mean that's. Uh, I mean, the bottom line is, the the where the rubber meets the road is they've got receivers that are big play guys, not necessarily possession guys. Not sitting now they can do all that, but that's not what they want to do. They want to run down the field like a gazelle, and a quarterback wants to throw the ball down there like a cannon. And end the series. Um, so, I mean, you've got receivers that can do that. Then, when you do get them to third and six, third and eight, they've got a tight end that's arguably the best tight end in the league that runs down there about, you know, 10, 12, 15 yards. They throw them the ball first down and they're off and running. I mean, that's the scary part. And we haven't even talked about the running back, you know, so the running backs. I, yeah. So they, I mean, they've got their weapons are. They, you know, whatever they need, if they need 40, they can get 40. If they need four, they can get four. So my whole point in this case, though, is you just have to keep them out of the end zone. I am okay with Kansas City. How many possessions are in a game? Ten? No, with this team, probably 12 or 13. Okay, if there's there's 12 or 13 possessions and they kick 10 field goals... Ten field goals. Holy smokes. Am I on drugs today? I don't even know. But then that's only 30 points, and I can live with that. I can live with that. I'm trying to be fair. So here's what I got for you, and this is just me. And by the way, they, they're now they're flashing up the playoff picture stuff. You are the last team in the hunt every time at 4-5. and five. You are on life support, the last team in the hunt. Defense, 26 points is my expectation. That is what I am saying I am praying you hold them to 26 points. Best case scenario, offense to me is pretty simple. 
I need 14 from Tannehill, and I need 14 from Derrick Henry. So if I can get 14 from Tannehill, and I can get 14 from Derrick Henry, I get 28. And those are my, those are my expectations for the two sides of the ball. If I get 14 from Henry and 14 from Tannehill, but the defense gives up 45 and you lose 45-28, then it's the defense's fault. If the defense has a great game and you only give up 22 points, but you only score once and you lose 22-7, to then you know what? It's offense's fault. But I feel like those are fair expectations to have in this game. 26 points by the defense, two touchdowns, four field goals. And then I want 14 from Henry, and I want 14 from Tannehill. Is that a fair desire of the Titans in this game if they're going to have any prayer against Kansas City? You need to, what's the old saying? Desire in one hand and spit in the other and see which one fills up first. (laughs) But but what is a fair expectation? Is it not fair to expect 14 from Tannehill? They average more than 26. Average. Again, you they you have if they average if they score what they average you lose. Well, yeah, or or you have to score more than you average. Well, you have to score more than they average if they score what they average. Well, you certainly what have you to score, average is not what they more, average. Uh, yeah, certainly have to score more than what you average. But I mean, if you can do that, I mean, you know what? And but and 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 all of that is based on on all the things we always talk about. Which means you can't turn it over. You've got to get a couple of turnovers. You've got to get a big play on special teams, not give up a big play on special teams. You've got to do some of those things that we never ever do. And if you can do that, then you, you know you're going to have a shot. But I mean, let's face it, you're going to have to take some chances now. I mean, you're not going to you're not going to go out there and methodically move up and down the field and stay ahead of this team. Well, at least you have a quarterback that you know is going to be willing to take chances, which you know Tannehill will. Tannehill gets it. I mean, he knows. So he will take the chances. But, I mean, again, I am telling you, those are my expectations. If you want to have any prayer beating the Chiefs, I need 21, I need 14 from Henry, 14 from Tannehill, and the defense has to hold him to 26. And, again, do I think any of that's likely? No. Do I think the Titans are going to win? No. Do I think the Titans have a shot? Not really. I don't. And that's what makes this week depressing. This would be a fun week if I thought they had a legitimate puncher's chance at Kansas City. And I don't think they do. So with that, let's take your phones. Your thoughts on the Titans and the Chiefs. 615-737-1025-615-737-1025-615-737-1025. I'm not sure the Titans have a chance in this game. But if they have a chance, what is their chance? Floyd will tell us because I'm sure he thinks they have a chance. We'll get to that coming up next year in the GM Live on a Fireball Hot Take Friday from the Wholesale Inc. Studio, powered by RumbleOn.com. It's ESPN 102.5, the game. What does his scheme sort of stress a defense? Well, there's a lot of speed. I mean, I think it's, uh, there's, it's, there's a speed element to it horizontally. There's also, you know, the speed element vertically, you know, downfield. And so, you know, you have to cover, um, you know, a lot of the field. Um, they have a quarterback that... Um, you know, was able to make decisions on, on whether to pull it and, and throw it or, or hand it off. Um, you know, so, again, they, they do a good job in, in each and every week of, of putting stress on the defense. That was Rabel talking about Kansas City's offense. Floyd, the more I think about this game, 
the more I'm almost willing to concede it, which is so hard to do only because your your playoff hopes are on life support right now at four and five. And, and because your playoff hopes are on life support, you know you have to win. And yet, the more I think about this game, now that I know for sure that Patrick Mahomes is going to play, which I thought he was going to the whole time, but the more that that becomes a factor, the more I literally think to myself, how in the world are the Titans going to win this game? The Chiefs score 28 points a game. The Titans score 18. The Chiefs have 390 yards of total offense a game. The Titans have 313. Their quarterback has thrown for 2,100 yards already and 15 touchdowns to one pick. Your quarterback has thrown six touchdowns to four picks. I just don't know how they're going to do it. And because of that, it's more like I feel like the Titans really don't have much of a shot Sunday against Kansas City. So if there is a shot other than this is the NFL, give me a reason to believe. I mean, guys like you, I can't give reasons to because you don't understand it. So, I mean, it's there are not – I mean, you know what? You go into a bunch of games like this when you're playing ball. I mean, you don't go into every game the lead dog, and yet you can't say, oh, yeah, we're not – you know, on paper, we're not the best team, or they're averaging more yards than we are per game, so let's throw it in. I mean, you just don't do that. But, I mean – the average person does. I understand that. But, I mean, if you're a professional athlete, you don't ever do that, in my opinion. I'm not saying what the athletes are doing. I'm saying tell me and the fans what we can hold on to for this game that gives us hope that the Titans are going to save their season. Because I believe a win over the Chiefs would be a season saver, you know, the kind of game where, and we're going to get into this in a little bit. I mean, if Ryan Tannehill wants to be the starting quarterback of the Titans next year, Win this game, and that talk will start happening. If they win on Sunday, I think Ryan Tannehill will then be in lead position to be the starting quarterback of the Titans next year. When this game, playoffs become, the the fan base gets energized. The playoffs become an option. They did it last year when they won New England and Dallas. But I'm just telling you, give the fans, give me something, something football-related that would make us believe the Titans can punch through the door and beat the freaking Chiefs. Are the Chiefs better than New England was last year? Are they better than Philadelphia? Yes. Philadelphia, yes. This Chiefs team right now? No, is not as good as that team was last year or New England was last year. Now, are they better than most? Yeah, they are. But, I mean, you said there you you hit two or three great examples. Dallas, I mean, you go through, you look at those teams. Oh, Dallas was three and five. You found a way to do it. So, I mean, it's the same deal. It's the same. You know, there is no formula. You know, if there was a formula, you'd never lose a game. Well, I think the formula in this case, see, this is where I, I run in the problem is, is I can see the Titans beating good teams. I, I can see it. And and the other thing is, like, Indianapolis and Houston beat this team. And I don't hold Indianapolis and Houston, and I know they're both probably going to make the playoffs again, but I don't hold Indianapolis or Houston in this regard of this unbeatable football machine. But it's just the way the Chiefs play and the way the Titans play makes it incredible increasingly hard for me to think that the Titans are going to be able to pull this game out unless Derrick Henry holds the ball for 37 minutes. You see, you go into every week 
of every, I don't care if it's major college, I don't care if it's NFL, I don't care where, every single week. And the question always is, when you have a good team lose to a team that they probably shouldn't lose to, the question is never what did the team that was not supposed to win do well. The question always is, well, how could that team screw it up so badly that they could lose to that other team? You know, that's always the way people look at it. And that's not necessarily the case. It's it's sometimes the case that that team that maybe hasn't played well all of a sudden reared up and played pretty good and ended up finding a way to win the game. But, I mean, generally speaking, people don't look at it like that. You know, you get you get a good team that, that loses to a bad team. It's always the good team screwed it up. And so... So how do they force? How do they force Kansas City to screw it up? There are no secrets to this game. You you think there's a formula or a secret? There are none. They're not. Every aspect of this game is out in the open. Everybody in the world can look at everything that goes on in the game, and it boils down to the same stuff. You don't turn it over, you get some turnovers. You don't have penalties, you get some penalties. You have a lucky break, something lucky happens. You know, you they fumble a punt, you pick it up, run it in for a touchdown. Something crazy like those things happen that we see happen every week, but they're still crazy because you don't expect them on a snap-by-snap play, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you find a way to win. I mean, that's the way that, that you beat teams that are – you know, better than you are. Look at the Giants when they played New England, and New England is undefeated in the Super Bowl. You got to make a helmet catch to win the game, but you do it. Now, will he ever? I mean, that guy was out of the league the next year. Oh, that guy never had so a real catch. I mean, in his life. he was done. But that day, on that catch, he made the helmet catch and won him a Super Bowl. So, I mean, that's the. Now, if, if New England and that Giant team were to line up and play. Ten times, easily nine of the ten New England wins. So, But the tenth time, they didn't. So for this game, you're banking on the, they got to play worse, Titans got to play better, something I'm freaky's got to not Derrick Henry can have the ball for 37 minutes and they can NFL. win. This is the NFL. And in the NFL, anything is possible. You're going to go out there with a game plan you have confidence in, whatever that is. If that's Derrick Henry running the ball, 37 minutes, yeah, that's that would be great if that happens. I mean, I would like to just see us get a couple of first downs at the beginning instead of, you know, first and 10, second and 12, third and 12 punt, which is what we've had for the last three or four weeks. So, I mean, to me, it would be a breakthrough if we could just go out there and, and get a few first downs in the first couple of series. Um, so, you know, I mean, it all depends on, on what you're looking at. I mean, Derek has not started fast. You know, Derek has started real, real slow. And this would be a great game for him to start fast. Why is he going to start fast? I don't know. I don't know. He's going to run harder. Rush defense He's going to run suspect. smarter. He's going to run. The, the offensive line's going to Ben Jones is going to be back. The line's going to block better. Uh, Chris Jones, their really good DT, is just coming back off an of injury, and he's not quite up to – Standard. I mean, I think all those things are possibilities. Let's take your phone. 615-737-1025 on a Fireball Hot Take Friday. Joe, start us off today. Go ahead, Joe. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. 
Good, good. I, I've been looking at it. I've been thinking about it. I just, I just, there's no way they could win the game. I mean, they held Dalvin Cook to 71 yards last week. Uh, the defense is better than they were last year, Chiefs. I mean, if, if the Titans somehow got a pick six and maybe a special teams touchdown or something, I could see a chance. But I, I don't see Derrick Henry running for 80 yards or, you know, Tannehill's going to get us 14, 17 points. But, man, I just don't see it. Thank you for the call, Floyd. Yeah, I mean, Derek, you know, Derek needs to have one of his special games. You know, what What makes you think that's going to happen? I, I don't know, other than we need it. <laughs> I mean, we, that would certainly help us. But isn't the Chiefs' yeah. rush defense one of the biggest problems of their team? Well, yeah, but the rush, again... Numbers when you deal with a team like Kansas City don't mean anything mm. because they go out there and score so many points, it changes the whole comp- complexion of the game. People don't run against Kansas City because they're down by because they're always so, down yeah. by twenty points, so they don't run. Consequently, you know they don't have good run defense. They don't care about it. They got to rush the passer. Because every team they play, when they go, you know, for three quarters of the game, they're throwing the ball. So they've got to cover and they've got to knock the quarterback down. And if they can do those things, they're probably going to be in good shape. That's why you look back at the indie teams when when Peyton was there and that defense they had, that defensive line, they were horrible against the run. Just horrible. All of them were midgets. But I'm going to tell you what now, they were could rush the passer like the wind. And they got good at it because that's all they ever had to do was rush the passer. And so, you know, they they mold to what it is they see on a weekly basis. I'm just looking at their losses. And in the games that they've lost in terms of rush yards allowed, they allowed 180 to Indianapolis. They allowed 192 to the Texans. Like, that is, to me, the formula to beat them. Like, I throw green the, the Green Bay win where they gave up 118 on the ground. Throw the Green Bay win out of there because Matt Moore played that game, and it's just different when Mahomes plays. But, again, the Texans and the Colts ran all over these guys. The Texans ran 180, what is it, 180? and Yeah, so the Colts ran 180, and the Texans ran 192. That's the difference. The Texans ran for 192 rush yards against them. Okay, well, let's hope your dog eats. Let's get him eaten. Well, it's going to have to be a collective effort, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, how did the Colts get to 180? Like this, I'm going to pull this box score up. How Indianapolis got to 180 against this team, and, and somehow, some way, Indianapolis won their game by kicking field goals, which I don't think the Titans are going to be able to do. But if you look at the – okay, here you go. This is what Indianapolis did. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, 6 for 9. Marlon Mack, 29 for 132. Why can't Derek go 29 for 132? I don't know. Why hasn't he? I mean, he's had some good games this year. Not for 129. You mean for 132? Or 132 or whatever it was. Jordan Wilkins, 7 for 28. Zach Paschal, 1 for 12. I mean, Derek had like 150 in the playoff win two years ago. So I'm not saying that... I'm just... I'm trying to give myself a reason to maybe believe... And your whole reason is anything can happen in the NFL, and I I would just want like a like a like a logical reason that it could happen. Derek has eclipsed 100 yards one time at Atlanta; it was 100 yards. So, uh, I mean, now I don't feel so good about this. <laughs> I, I'm with the caller. I I don't see it. 
I don't see a chance. I do not give the tight. Go ahead and put this down, Ian. I do not see any way possible for the Tennessee Titans to win this football game. Unless Kansas City just absolutely vomits all over themselves. And the worst part about it is you would think, okay, maybe Kansas City will come in, emotional win at home against a good Viking team. They'll go on the road against the Titans, and they won't be as fired up, and they'll overlook them, noon start, whatever, except that they're getting their quarterback back. And so you know he's going to be fired up to play, and he's going to fire up the whole rest of that team. The more I think about it, the more I, I don't see a path. I do not see a path for the Titans to win this game. I thought maybe Derrick Henry in time of possession could be the case, but how's Derrick going to get to 129 when the best Derrick Henry's had this season is 100? Got to get some good runs. You can't just give me, well, in the NFL, anything is possible. What do you you want me to tell you? I want a path. What do you want me to tell you? I think a comet will come down and it's going to explode over the stadium, and when it explodes, it will sprinkle dust, fairy dust, all over us, and we will get bigger and stronger and faster. I just want a path. (laughs) Like a path that says, okay, here is the way to winning. That's all I want. And your path is... Maybe the ball bounces your way a couple times. That's not a path. Well, in the NFL, unfortunately, it is. I mean, that, that happens more than, than you would probably like to consider. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if, again, it's, if, it was, if there was a formula, if it was clear-cut, everybody would do it. There is no formula. There it is no clear-cut. I mean, there is not a million things will happen. And every this is the difference with football and all these other sports. A million things will happen during this game, and you will have to adjust to those million things literally every play. If you're the offensive coordinator, you were defensive coordinator or head coach, every play you will adjust your thinking. It's not like you can say, okay, we're going to go in there and we're going to do this and have it work out. Does it happen like that every once in a while? Yeah, it does. But more often than not, it's you start off at one and end up completely different. It's like last week. You know, why isn't Derek running the ball? Well, when you're behind seventeen to nothing, you can't run the ball. You got to try to catch up. So all of a sudden, all those great running plays that you worked on all week long and nine on seven are out until next week. Adjust. That's it. Adapt or die, baby. More calls. What is the path to a win? I don't know. 615-737-1025. 615-737-1025. Also, will the Titans' home field advantage mean anything in this game? And what would make home field advantage? Because I think there are two games this weekend, the two we care about, two games this weekend where home field advantage means totally different things. We'll get to that as well. 615-737-1025. But coming up next, I can't get over it. The one thing that still bothers me about the Titans to my core right now, we'll get to that next too, and your phones, Jared and the GM on a Fireball Hot Take Friday. ESPN 1025, the game uh, is sending one lucky listener and a guest to Dallas with the Winter Classic Celebration Flyaway. Listen for your chance to qualify this week, 7 a.m., 11 a.m., and 3 p.m. A winner will be announced on Jared and the GM November 15th at 530. uh, Grand prize includes round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, a pair of tickets to see Leonard Skinner at the American Airlines Center on New Year's Eve, a pair of Tickets to the Winter Classic as the Preds and the Stars do battle at the Cotton Bowl on January 1st. Prizes courtesy of Outback Presents. For more details, visit thegamenashville.com. Jared and the GM, it's ESPN 1025, the game. How's Ryan kind of responded this week in practice so far? 
you know, I thought it was good yesterday, you know, and uh, we'll keep keep working and progressing. I got a lot of confidence in him. He's, you know, Ryan's made a lot of kicks uh, in this league, not only for us but but for Kansas City before, and uh, I think we're all confident that that he'll make them um, going forward. You know, he's a skilled player. He's been accurate, and uh, we anticipate him being accurate this week. Brable says, I think everybody has all the confidence in the world in suck-up. Not me. Not me. I am worried about kicker, and I don't even think... Now, look, you're not going to beat Kansas City by kicking field goals, but I am scared to death of the kicking game for the Titans this week. Scared to death because they can't kick. And again, I think this is the biggest thing that involves the entire team before we can get into... Somebody asked me, why are the Titans four and five? Is it is it Tannehill's fault? Is it the coordinator's fault? Is it the line's fault? Is it the I'm like, because they can't kick. Cause they can't kick. And I, I feel bad for Vrabel when he's asked questions about the kicker because I feel like that is the one area of his job that is truly not his fault. Whether well, or not they uh, may feel uh, I mean, they, when your kicker gets hurt, this is what you go through. I mean, every team in the league that has a kicker that hurts, they don't go right out and pick up some guy that comes right in and kills them, you know, hits them all dead. If they, if a guy did that, That's what you if you did. came in and get a hundred percent guy, it's it, it, it's because of sheer luck more than anything else. Or you're giving up something. I mean, yeah, we went and got Gary Anderson, but we gave up something. You know, you give up an extra ten yards per drive. And so you're saying, okay, that's fine. For me, that was fine. I just want to be sure there's something I can count on. But if you're getting a guy that can come in and just kick, he's a guy that's going to be in the league someplace. Well, but Suckup's supposed to make his kicks. I mean, Floyd, I know. I know that when a kicker goes out to make a kick, you automatically get goosebumps anyways. But right now, when the Titans go out to kick, how can you have any confidence they're going to make it? Oh, you do. I mean, I'm confident he'll make them however many he gets, how many opportunities he gets this week. I mean, it, you know, same. my rule is always the same. 50-50, outside uh, the 50. Inside the 50, you know, you got to give them to me. Outside the 50, it's 50-50. How many so. kicks do you think the Titans will take Sunday? Let's say they take five kicks in between field goals and PATs. Suckup can go 50-50 from 50. But he has to make everything inside of 50. You think he will? Yeah. I don't. Make them all and he'll make all the PATs. I think it's in his head. I think it's in their head. I don't know why it's in their head, but I I think it's in their heads. And that makes it even worse. Once the kicker's in his head, oh, it's a mess. I mean, kicking is such a mess for this team, and I don't know what you can do about it. That's why not a lot of people want to talk about it, because it's not like a radio topic. Like, is Taylor Lewan a bad teammate? Like, that's a good radio topic. Because people have opinions on that, and it's about a guy and his personality. And the fact that they can't kick is not a radio topic. And yet, at the end of the day, it's the worst thing about the team. It's the number one reason you're on the verge of being eliminated from the playoffs on November 10th or whatever it is today. is because you cannot kick field goals. There's no doubt it's hurt. I mean, it costs them a couple games. So, you know, whether you want to directly pin it on kicking or not, you know, but that wasn't. Suck up. That was, you know, somebody else. Yeah, but that doesn't give me confidence. Know, I don't know in where it. they went. I mean, suck up screwed you up yesterday, last week. Santos cost you maybe two games. Suck up cost you one game. You can literally say if, if suck up's healthy, which I'm 
still not convinced of, but they say it and you say it, so I guess if everybody says it, it must be true. Suckups cost you at least one game this year. He cost you the Carolina game. He is 0 for 3 on the season. Whoa, 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 now. How do you get that? How do I get that? Yeah. Because he missed two field goals and three field goals, if you count the 56-yarder, which was more well, Tannehill's fault. Than I, yeah, I don't count the 56-yarder. Okay, those six 50, points 50. make it a one-possession game at the end of the game. Oh. Changes the entire complexion of the game. That's a touchdown he gave up. That's six points. That is a touchdown. So, sorry. And I, I don't trust the kickers anymore. I don't trust them. And I don't know, maybe the snapper's the problem. I doubt it, but maybe. But when it keeps happening to different guys, maybe it's more than just the kicker. Maybe it's the whole special teams unit. We know this bozo who coaches them can't coach, so that's a whole nother can of worms with Ackerman coaching them. You know, maybe he's the problem. He's the problem for everything else, so maybe he's the problem with the kicking. I don't know. But they cannot kick. Let's go back to your phones. Shane up next here on Jared and the GM. Go ahead, Shane. Hey, Jared. Man, I just wanted to know, have you ever seen an NFL game in your life? Yes. Have you ever had a cell phone that worked in your life? My goodness. We're a little touchy today. I I'm going to take, what are you? So you come in here, you're ticked off, you're ripping everybody, ripping every, can't kick, can't coach, can't win, can't, can't, can't. Can't call. Mr. Negative, what are we doing? They can't win? What are we doing, Mr. Negative? Because, because I went into the Titan season, I went into the Titan season with hope that this team was going to not suck. That this team was going to be good. Titans fans have waited too long for this team to be good. And even though the Titan fans aren't the best in the NFL, and they're honestly probably not even average in the NFL, they at least deserve something. That the Titan fans have earned this opportunity. And they got to the playoffs two years ago, and they beat Kansas City, and they fired the coach. Now I see what the problem is. Because you were Mr. 12 and 4 all off season. Oh, you're 12 and 4. 12 and 4. And now you're not seeing do 12 you, and 4. No, do you remember what and, the. And do you, you remember gotta blame how I somebody. prefaced this? No. You got you to blame somebody. Do you remember how I prefaced no, no, 12 and 4? No. Yeah, 12 I and 4. Said, I said, it's time for the Titans to be good again. It's time for 12 and 4. It's time. And if it's not, people should be in trouble. And I stand by this. I mean, look, Vrabel's going to get a free pass on this year. I don't think he should. What has Mike Vrabel done that makes us think he's a good coach? Somebody asked me today, is Mike Vrabel a good coach? And I said no. But that doesn't mean that I think he should be fired. But he never should have been hired. And it, it becomes more obvious as we go along in this. And I'm still willing to let it all play out with Vrabel. And again, I do not think Mike Vrabel should be fired. But, I mean, what has the guy done for you? And so everybody tells me, sells me this bill of goods. It's time to collect. And here we are the week of the Chiefs game. And I'm asking you, a football guy, how can the Titans win this game and save their season? And you're like, I mean, crazier things have happened in the NFL before. That's all I got? That's it? That's all I can hang my hat on? Is that crazier things in the league have happened before? And that's the only hope I have? That the Titans can save this season this week? In a season in which nobody except for Mariota is going to be held accountable for? It's like nothing's ever going to change with the Titans. And that's what kills me. That's what God gets me. Is that it's like every year it's the same. It's the same. They'll give you a little hope. And then they'll go out there and they'll screw it up. 
and then something will happen, and everybody will be standing there with their hands in the air saying, I'm sorry, there's nothing we can do about it, and we'll just go on to next season and hope that the the Deion Lewises that they bring in will come in and not be like Deion Lewis, but they they are, and and we'll hope that the Titans will win more than eight games the next year, and they might because they might win nine, but that's just, I'm so tired of this. I want hope. I want good football seasons. I want excitement. That, that's what I want. Is that so much to ask for, Floyd? What? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I've turned you off in case you're wondering. I'm not listening. Because to you don't crap. hold the Titans accountable. Because <laughs> you just got yeah, not Vrabel's fault this week. Not this guy's fault. Definitely not the general manager's fault that the team is four and five in a year. We were told two years ago they were going to raise the bar. And I think all of us can look at the roster and say this is a better team than Mike Malarkey took into Arrowhead and won a playoff game with. And yet, why are they five and four? Now, again, the biggest reason is they can't kick field goals. But why, uh, that's the frustrating part. We're right to your phones next. 615-737-1025, Fireball Hot Take Friday, unless you have something you'd like to add, Floyd. What? Stop doing that. <laughs> you, you asked me why I was so wound up today. This is why I'm wound no, up. Is, it's the Chiefs game. This is, I, I, you know what? <laughs> Never. Nothing. Say it. No. Say it. No, no. We're all friends here. No. I think you're operating under the, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all, which that is the problem because there's nothing nice for you to say about the Titans. And that's the hard part. Well, well, I, wouldn't, your I wasn't thinking about the Titans. You think. <laughs> so I've learned this about Floyd. What he likes to do is he likes to direct it at me whenever there is nothing nice to say about the Titans. It's We're to only your phone because next. you're such an easy target. To your phones next. <laughs> Jared of the GM, it's ESPN 1025, the game. Like, like Ryan said, we're definitely hungry to, to get back to work and, get, and try to, to try to get better today. That's the most important thing is to get better today. And um, like we have another opportunity in front of us. I have a great team we're going to play. Uh, it's going to give us some challenges, but it's a great opportunity. A.J. Brown says it's a great opportunity, and he is right. That if the Titans can win this game, I think the season is saved at 5-5. Five and five. But right now it's on life support at 4-5. and five. And I just don't know if I see the path against the Chiefs. Titans and Truth tweets in. Chris tweets in and says, Jared, got a call later, but I'm 100% with you. Vrabel can't get a pass on this. Remember, we fired a coach who got them to the playoffs and was told 9-7 and seven, getting there was not good enough. Vrabel has not elevated as promised. Floyd, what do you think of that? Uh, again, I just... <laughs> I mean, I, every every week or so, I have to go through this, and I get tired of doing this. We're trying to compare stuff that happened two years ago. What happened two years ago is completely different than what's going on now. Completely different. The league was different. The t- schedule was different. The division was different. The teams within the division are different. Everything about it is different. You can't compare. You're comparing apples to oranges. And and people want to try to do it, and I understand that, and, and I have no problem. But when you're looking at it and you're trying to say, uh, you know what, this team, this, this uh, indie team is better than the one that didn't have luck. Well, no kidding. 
We know that. So, I mean, and and this this Houston team is better than the one, you know, when Watson wasn't playing. Oh, thank you. You know, I appreciate that. I mean, you can't compare those things. Although Jacksonville but was 12-4. People want to do that, and I understand they do. Yeah, and the team that can't win a game now, or the team that is, is struggling, is was the team that was uh, on the way to the championship game. And you're going to compare what happened two years ago to what happened now? You can't do it. No, but I think you can look at the records and you can say that you told us, and I'm talking about the Titans, you told us you were going to be a competitive playoff team, and right now you're four and five. You've gone backwards from what you said you were going to be when you made the change, and that's where I think the fans' frustration lies. At least that's where my frustration lies. Let's go to your phone. Charles is up next. What's up, Charles? Hey, how's it going, Jared? Uh, you know, the – the the negativity, you know, it's the worst thing you can do at a time like this. I mean, they, if if the players had this attitude where they were ho hum, we're not very good, they would lose every game. I mean, you've got to stay positive. So I mean, I don't play. You, it doesn't matter. You you being the voice of of the fans, you have to stay positive though, because we're really not that far. I mean, we are a better team than we were two years ago overall. We have offensive line issues. We have kicking issues. But we are definitely a better team than we were two years ago. That doesn't – the problem with that – thank you for the call. The problem with that, the way that that sits with me, though, is I don't completely disagree with that. But if you are a better team than you were two years ago, why do you go to Carolina in a have-to-have-it game and absolutely crap your pants? Like, why? Why does that happen? You have to have that game. And you play maybe the worst game you've played all season. Why? And, and, and how are the fans supposed to have confidence in the team and belief that this team is going to turn a corner when every time they take one step forward, they take two or three back? You know, every time they flash the playoff picture up, the Titans are the last team in the hunt. You know what that means? If they lost one more game, they're not even in the hunt. And it's November 10th. Right, but you go ahead and win three after that, you're right back in the hunt. When, I mean, what makes you think this team's going to win three in a row? Oh, who knows? They never do. They, they always win a couple, get you excited, and then they lose. That, that's, that's the M.O. under Vrabel. The second you start to get excited, they lose. Can't help you. That's the problem. You're, you're on your own. That's the problem is there's no defending what we're watching or how we're feeling right now, and no one... No one over there seems to it – just, it just feels like the Titans are just going to blame Mariota, move on this year, same coaching staff, same coach, same everything, and it'll be November 10th next year, and I'll be, I'll be feeling the exact same way. Carl on the kicking game. Go ahead, Carl. Uh, yeah, uh, first off, though, before I get into the kicking game, since Mahomes is coming off the dislocated kneecap and there's still a very good chance that he could easily get hurt again – is there a special type of defense that we should play against him to maybe, I mean, I hate to admit it, but to try to dislocate his kneecap again? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But look. Carl, Carl real, that's though, a really the, disgusting the take. Defense. I might have to but, let, but, you, let you. That is a disgusting <laughs> thought. But but for real, though, the, the, the kicking game, man, I couldn't agree with you more, man. That. that I mean, every time a kicker comes out there, it don't matter who it is. Oh, you got to like, I mean, it, it's awful, man. It, I mean, it seems like every year it 
if it ain't one thing, it's something else. It costs us some games, man. But I'm just, like I say, guys, I love the show, and I'll hang up and listen. Thank you for the call, Thanks, Carl. Carl. See, he knows what I'm saying. See, this is the, the Titans fans feel my pain right now. And that is the, you know what? When they lose on Sunday to Kansas City, it'll just be kind of a, you know, it was something else. It was just an, this year it's the kicker. Last year it was this. This year it was, uh, and you know what? And it's like, it's always going to be that way with the Titans. And I just want clarity. I want there to be a future of where there is not something like that. And you can be a Kansas City and you can be a Pittsburgh, what they've been the last couple of years. I mean, even Indianapolis, who lost their franchise quarterback before the start of the season. If Indianapolis was terrible, Floyd Reese on the radio there would have given them all the cover in the world with the idea of, what did you expect? They lost Andrew Luck. But it hasn't affected Indianapolis, has it? Nope, they're right back to the playoffs, just like they always are. And I'm like, why can't this happen with the Titans? That's all I'm asking. Yeah. Why can't it? I don't know. What was the question? <laughs> it was. What was the question? Who were we talking about? Indy? AG. Yeah. Go ahead, AG. Oh, uh, yeah. Man, I'm with you, Floyd, man. It's so frustrating listening to this bonehead conversation about when Malarkey was here, we went to the playoffs. We was 90s. We was a sorry team under Mike Malarkey, man. Y'all can't see that. And you're sorrier now. My point is you were sorrier. The Titans is a way better team right now than we were were up under Mike Malarkey. And you're not winning games. you can't see that, you need to start watching foosball or some other sport, man, for real. I'm telling you, I I don't disagree. I do not disagree with what you're saying. It's a bonehead conversation and it's frustrating. AG, I do not disagree with what you're saying. I'm just telling you the record says you're a worse team. That's what it says. The record says you're a worse team. It's hard. Like they say, it's hard to go from the middle of the pack to the upper echelon in the league. We just went from the sorriest team in the league to the middle of the pack, and we working on, which is a process. It seems like a lot of y'all do not understand on becoming the upper echelon team. I mean, I, I, I don't get it. We still having the same conversation. Right, because nothing ever changes. Thank you for the call, AG. Nothing ever changes with the Titans. That's the problem. That's why I was scared. That's why I begged don't fire Mike Malarkey when they did. Because I'm like, look, I've watched a lot of people coach the Titans. And it's kind of like Derek Mason at Vanderbilt, right? Like Derek Mason at Vanderbilt says, hey, a lot of people think that they can do this job. But I know I can do this job. And they fired Mike Malarkey, and it's like a lot of people think that they can coach Titans and get to the playoffs. And I'm telling you, it's a lot harder because a lot of people have tried, and a lot of people, Mike Munchak, Ken Wisenhunt, it looks like Mike Vrabel's trending in that direction, just fall flat on their face. And now we're, we're in the hole where I just feel like, you know, the Titans will go out there, have another game like Carolina at some point, and there will be excuses for why that happened, and a lot of people will want to believe them. And I'm just, I'm just tired of the fact that every year it feels like the Titans are digging themselves out of quicksand. And I feel like they're in quicksand right now, and they're about to fall. It's a never-ending process. I mean, that's all I can tell you. 
But what? Why can't, can't they get I, good? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to one of my grandsons. Papa, why can't they get good? Why can't they get good? Why can't they get good? I, do, I, Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know how this is like a wild. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how this is a wild question to ask. Why can't the Titans? How do you get get good? good? How do you? How do teams get good? You draft well. Draft well. You You bring in players. You You got a lot of players. And who do you? Who you? Are you in love with uh, Douglas? Is he the answer? Is he going to make you good? Douglas. Is Davis going to make you good? Is are those is Lawan playing the way he played last week going to make you good? No, no. Jeez, what an airhead! I feel like I'm talking to a kid here. You can't. There's no secrets out there. Look at the gate. Look at what's going on. You just said yourself with the kickers. We got backup kickers going in there. They've already cost you a couple of games. We know that. So what? I mean, who am I talking to? What are we doing? I mean, I can't. I'm going wacko here. We'll You're go right driving back. me nuts. And we'll go right to the phones next on this. Jared of the GM. It's a Fireball Hot Take Friday. CSPN 1025, the game.